What's up, buds? Welcome to another episode of the Earbuds Podcast. This is a podcast where two friends talk about one album for a good amount of time. Today we got a shorty. These are the latest albums coming out today. And right now, we got an album by Black Midi. Black Midi. Called Hellfire. Hellfire by Black Midi is what we're going to listen to today. Me and Brett are... We're both pretty tired today. We're gonna we're gonna give it our best, but you know we we just want a nice, just a relaxing time. Just take it easy. This album today, you know. Do you? I mean, you've heard Black Midi before. I I never have, Brett. So, what what, what can we expect from this record? Oh boy, oh boy, Lucas. We can expect a lot of noise, a lot of noises. We can expect some beats. Maybe a word or two. I, as always, am Brett Black, Brett Mitty Hanrahan. Join with me, as always, Lucas Black Injurcobs. Yes. Hello, everyone. Hello, buddies. I'm excited to listen to Black Mitty's new album, Hellfire. I think this is just going to be a fucking vibe. I have no idea what to expect. I've never heard one second of this band, so let's get into it. Let's just get the fuck into it, huh? Let's just fucking let's just fucking motherfucking do this. All right, let's do Hellfire. <laughs> All right. Oh wait, real quick. If you guys haven't figured it out, we're gonna listen to each song and then tell you what we think, and then we're gonna talk about our favorites at the end, and then after that, we're gonna give our ratings. So stick around. Unfortunately, we can't play the actual music on our videos because YouTube is a giant asshole. So listen along with us. Go press pause on this video. Go listen to Hellfire one by one. We're gonna be listening to these songs and reacting to them. Okay? Let's get into it. Let's just get into it. Let's just get into it. <laughs> I'm ready. Alright, three, two, one, go. Uh what the fuck was that, Brad? Alright, this is our intro into fucking hell, baby. <laughs> yeah, I read somewhere before we listened to this record that they had some like musical theater influence on this album uh, and I, I didn't know what to like expect <laughs> um yeah the opening track the title track definitely sounds like it's setting up a concept record yeah it definitely it does sound like that it's kind of yeah. introducing us to this place where you know it's it's just hellish the entire time if you want time you're not gonna have it if you don't need it you're gonna have it all you know all I'd this have, shit I was so caught off guard by the music I wasn't listening to the lyrics at all it feels it feels like my fucking week. <laughs> yeah, the music was chaotic, and it was uh, <laughs> clearly like setting up a sort of I don't know what you call it like an overture or whatever, like that one piece of music in a in a musical that kind of gets repeated or comes back over and over again. It sounds like they're setting something up like that, but yeah. I don't know. It's very chaotic and all over the place. So let's keep going, man. Sugar Sue. Let's. Sugar I mean, Sue. I'm I'm liking that their accent is is very obvious. <laughs> you do like your little accents. I love me some accents. <laughs> little little fucking reggae rim shot at the end for you. There you go. Yeah, that's yours, I guess, baby. I guess you could call it that, dude. That was a crazy <laughs> song. That was extremely prog rock, like insane jazz. That's that. 
this is what I kind of would have expected from Black Midi. It's, okay. It's like, all right, here we are. This this weird combination of prog and in this song a lot of like rises and falls, a roller coaster, yeah. jazz fusion, little breaks. Jazz fusion for sure. Very very like uh, cowboy bebop. Yeah. Type of, type of jazz, right? Oh, and then it just kind of explodes into furious cacophony of like arpeggios. There's just arpeggios, like baby. there's like eight different arpeggios going on at the same time, <laughs> uh, and we a really interesting vocal delivery too, like very Frank Sinatra crooner style vocals, um, which kind of bring me back to that cowboy bebop type stuff, right? Like having only heard some music from the show, don't they kind of have that kind of bebop? you know, crooner style vocals over some ridiculous jazz? Um, not really, but oh. they have it on this album. They got it on this one. I dig it. So all right. Which well, one's that's better. Really? This is going to be all over the place, man. Um, I have a feeling this album's going to take us in a lot of different directions. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So let's, let's keep the ride going. It sucks. We are doing a little bit. This album is already sounding like we're supposed to listen to it all the way through. Like there's not a lot of breaks in between songs. So it's kind of sucks that we're having a pause after each one. It's probably such a different experience just sitting through it. But you know, that's, we put ourselves in this fucking scenario. If we like it, we'll do it later. Yeah. We're, we're being hoisted by our own petard right now. (laughs) All right. Well, you want to fucking fly. Eh, whatever. <laughs> he tried. Let's listen to Eat Man Eat. Alright. Yeah, man. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> what the fuck? Man, I don't... Like, I don't... I, I, I knew this was going to be an interesting album, but I was worried that we are not going to be able to describe what we're listening to. It's like the most... It's like a bad acid trip. Yeah. It's like yeah. what you would, I would imagine you hear in your head when you're having like a panic attack or something. Like it is so all over the place. And that last song was almost, almost amelodic at times. It's weird enough as it is because like it starts out kind of Mars Volta ish, right? Kind of Latin yeah. grooves yeah, going groove on. Kinda. And it even quiets down a little bit after the intro, but it's still no less energetic with this Latin acoustic guitar stuff going. And then that just becomes, it just becomes insane at one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's telling this story about some some people getting caught in in some kind of nefarious scheme. Really weird story about using stomach acid to produce some sort of bastardized red wine that's made with blood, also, and it's like loved in this weird region of this desert area. Dude, what the fuck? Like that that is such a weird song and I'm trying to figure out if this whole album has this arching overarching narrative or if it's just each song has its own thing going on cuz I'm barely following along with the lyrics. I'm just like so enthralled and confused by the music that I'm not even paying attention to the lyrics or the story that they're telling. Yeah, I mean it's it I I have a running, maybe a little idea that... Can you can you explain to me what's happening? It, it could just be each song is about someone, like, 
going to some kind of hell or dying or something, possibly. Okay. Uh, we've only listened to two songs. I am afraid of this next song called Welcome to Hell. Mm. Uh, we'll see if it absolutely destroys us. Let's go into it, man. All right. <laughs> Man, this whole, I mean, like, the ending of this song just reminds me of some kind of, like, evil circus or something. Yeah, I'm just so confused. Yeah, it starts off with, like, a funky kind of drum beat, and then some guitar chords, like, some funk guitar chords come in, but used in the most evil and, like, aggressive attacking way you can use them. Yeah, I love that you called it aggressive funk (laughs) <laughs> chords i'm like that's exactly what it is but it almost reminded me more of primus than anything else right yeah very low punchy bass um and a lot of weird bass work a lot of goofy vocal delivery almost like you said circus kind of theatrical stuff going on and i don't listen to primus so i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about but that's all i could think of is i'm like this is what i think primus sounds like and i like oh, the energy uh, yeah. i like the energy on the song i just don't know what to think about it <laughs> I almost an, like it. I think I think nearly halfway through we're kind of it's probably going to land on you got to give this album a couple tries before you can decide what you think about it. And just I mean, I just feel like I'm going to be confused the whole time. Um cuz all of a sudden this circus song became a really fuzzed out manic punk song. Yeah, by like verse 5 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and again, do not understand what they're talking about, but I gotta say, like, I think I'm enjoying it. Yeah? For just the absurdity of it, and I just don't understand. I mean, it's not it's not gonna leave you bored. You no, know? there's a lot to <laughs> unpack here, so we might as well keep going. Alright, let's go to Still. Yes. Alright, so that was a very... Boy... I, I feel like I'm getting lulled into sleep here, man. Yeah, I mean, I just got done hanging out with a fucking 10-year-old and a 7-year-old for the last week. <laughs> so, still uh, is my favorite song so far on the record, because it's way more chill and quiet and subdued than everything else <laughs> so Wait, far. Why on earth did you agree to do this record, dude? I had, honestly had never heard this band. I had no idea what they sounded like. You remember first time me and you talked about Black Mini? I thought they were hip-hop. <laughs> I was convinced they were kind of oh, like Death Grips man. or something for some reason. Uh, but I like Still. It had a, the nice steel guitar, kind of acoustic country stuff that was going on the whole time was cool. Yeah, it had a very Pink Floyd vibe about it. At the end, yeah. Yeah, especially at that kind of breakdown near the end where it's just the guitar and vocals. And- very Pink Floydy at the end. And also it had its, uh, they're continuing that kind of through line of just very theatrical show tune kind of energy and a lot of horns and uh and strings and stuff that make it kind of sound like they have a, a, a orchestra playing along with them at times yeah i'm starting to i'm starting to dig it i'm starting to understand it more because it's just not it's not as weird anymore the more we're getting into this album well i'm sure that we're gonna do halftime and the race is about to begin and we'll get back yeah. to y'all after the race um yeah. i'm sure it's gonna get fucking crazy <laughs> I am uh, really curious where this is going to go, man. So let's do halftime and the race is about to begin. Okay. So how are you liking the play so far? Dude, I feel like I took some bad like fentanyl 
and walk into <laughs> walk into this insane musical like this. I mean, I got to give it to Gordy Greep though, the the vocalist. He on this song specifically, the race is about to begin, really shows his range in his vocals. Oh, what he yeah. can what he can really do, you know, because he's basically screaming poetry at you for the better part of seven minutes. But right at the end, man, he all of a sudden becomes this Billy Holiday, uh, you know, beautiful, beautiful jazz, you know, show tune Broadway vocalist and pulled it off really well. You know, it, it almost as confused and, you know, maybe bored that we were towards the end doesn't take away from how impressed I was with him on that I, song. I wouldn't say bored. I would say tired. This tired. is a tiring album. Yeah, and we were already tired. It starts off black midi as hell with all these off kilter hits, this weird timing, this mm. chaotic energy, um, and it ends just in a weird musical low moment. Like French cafe. Yeah, music a little yeah, bit. Yeah, there's like a little French influence on this. It was like on this yeah. and uh, still, it, it was like vaguely French. Vaguely, Vague, yeah, vaguely just French. French enough. Yeah, enough French for me to, for my liking. <laughs> uh, but very strange. I mean, there's obviously a this is obviously a concept record. It's becoming more and more clear to me. Yeah. Um, the lyrics on the race is about to begin were pretty fucking cool. Uh, very all over the place, very deep and depressing, but I really like them. Uh, a lot of existential crises going on in the race yeah. is about to begin. Yeah, I dig it. I, I actually dug it. It's fucking very strange. This whole album is very strange, but I'm liking it. Well, let's go on to Dangerous Liaisons. La La okay. That was yeah. That was that was something. That was it was, was waltzy for the most part, kind of building up through the song to get more and more loud and and chaotic. That yeah, last very, like dude. four seconds was like. Yeah, yeah, very very jazzy, but like off Broadway jazz. Um, tons. Of, I mean, this is absolutely a musical, and if it's not made into one after this, if American Idiot. Can be a fucking musical. This absolutely can be. This is at <laughs> like, least ten times more accessible than American Idiot. At least it, uh, that, this has way it, more uh, way more riffs on this than American <laughs> Idiot. And American Idiot, honestly, a little anti-capitalist, which I'm not for. Yeah, I heard that. I'm supposed to hate that. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think that's about right. But oh um, uh, man, I you know as much as I am ready for this album to come to an end, uh, you know, I definitely think I'm going to go back to it. I think the more you listen, the more you kind of get used to their styles and and kind of preparing for to be surprised and preparing for not being able to prepare for what's happening. Right. You know? Right. And you're like, you're kind of getting, not like callous to it or anything, but like you're kind of getting wise to you're, it. Yeah, it's almost like when you jump in the water that's super cold, and at first it's shocking, and you don't like it, and you want to get out, but then after a while you get used to it. I think we're becoming numb. I think we're finally numbing. We're which numbing is like down. 
God, that took long enough, right? It, it did. We have two songs left. Uh, let's listen to the defense. Let's do it, man. That All was right. legitimately beautiful. Yeah, just like a very legitimate crooner kind of jazz Vi- song. L- like a lounge jazz song. A swingy, uh, yeah. Gordy Greep. Oh, God, I hope I'm saying his name right. Uh, he is an amazing vocalist, man. Like, he straight up is killing it on this record. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't think he sang as much. Uh, really? But he, he's singing a lot on this album. I gotta go yeah. back. It's been so long. I, I listened to Schlagenheim when it came out, and that was like the last time I listened to Black Midi up till now. Just okay. about. Uh, but yeah. Very singy on this one. <laughs> he's super singy. He's very singy. He's got a lot to sing about. Um, he's got a beautiful voice, and the music was legitimately beautiful on that song. I really liked it. Yeah, well, let's go to 27 Questions, which... Is the closing track. Is the closing track. He could probably... He could probably spout 27 Questions in the length of, like, 10 seconds in a verse. <laughs> I would imagine. Uh, so, I, I you know, are you ready for this album to come to an end, Brent? You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm something. I'm, I'm a little something sad. Or I'm a little upset. Yeah, but I'm you gonna, know what? We can all we got two other albums we can go back on. They released their, they released this album 2022. Last album, last year 2021. 2019 is when Schlagenheim came out, if I remember correctly. They're busting these things out, man. I don't know how. I don't know know how how. any of this is happening, but we'll get to that. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's end the album. 27 questions. I'm certain this will be just the chill vibe that we need to end this album on. I think the defense is is where we're leading into here. Wow, what a that riff at the end was so simple, but so fucking sick, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was one of the few riffs on the album where it's kind of like, oh, I kind of like bop my head to this. We we both did the stink face to it. We're like, "Eh, yeah, we're like, oh, okay, yeah, another super theatrical outro, man. Like, I can't think of a more perfect outro for this record uh all over the place dude like all this, over the place yeah th- this record is extremely theatrical it's proggy it's a lot more it's got more singing moments than i thought the lyrics are very heavy on hell and sin and like people who yes. are about to go to hell and yeah. so many sounds of chaos and like con- it, like being closed in and suffocation and in vibes like that yeah definitely a um concept album about living in hell is what i would imagine uh lots of different uh, every song basically has to do with a different person uh living in hellfire quote unquote and it's all kind of like interesting first person narrative perspective stuff throughout the whole album gordy Greep, i think was my uh, favorite thing about this record, his vocals and lyrics were incredible. And yeah, 
he, so glad that this that the album eventually like grew on me as we went because he I think maybe it was him that started growing on on me that I started understanding the music more through the vocals. Usually, uh, whenever I listened to Black Midi, the drummer was my favorite part for. Which the drummer's reasons. amazing. He's great. He's um, so good. But on this album, it was definitely the singer. It was his lyrics, his delivery, his range. So much range, dude. He was all over the place. Um, let's pick some choices, some choice nugs. Yeah, man. Uh, this album is definitely going to benefit from multiple listens. It's so yes. so layered, and there's so much going on. And now that you know what it is, I think I can go back and listen to it with a different appreciation. But I still liked a lot of the songs on here, like... Eat Men Eat was a, a honorable mention. Yeah. Welcome to Hell. Uh, the Race is About to Begin. Dangerous Liaisons. The Closing Track. I loved all of those songs, honestly. Uh, but I would say that my first honorable mention was still. Your first I liked, nug? Or, sorry, my voice, my voice choice Your nug. Your voice choice. <laughs> my voice choice. Uh, my first favorite song was definitely Still. I like the steel guitar a lot and the weird acoustic country Almost uh, also French cafe yeah, music, yeah. like you mentioned earlier. I really liked it. I That was an honorable mention for me. It's yeah. definitely got that Pink Floyd vibe at the end. For um, sure. Just, also theatrical, but more subdued, more quiet, which yeah. is definitely, definitely the vibe I was hoping for today. <laughs> Not the vibe we got, but I liked, uh, I liked Still a lot, for sure. It's got a nice lulling outro that brings you into halftime which then goes into my first nug which is race is about to begin is that yeah. not your second nug no it almost was though it's a fucking Man. great song it's a fucking great song it's black midi as hell it's got these weird hits weird timings it's just this rapid fire vocals through the whole song yeah. especially through the one section where he's talking about this guy who basically is living at the horse races for 30 years. It's all he does. and Yeah. Just describing what's happening. And I thought it was great, chaotic theater. How do you make a song like yeah. this? How do you perform How'd... a song like this? Seriously, on, on, on the races about to begin and pretty much every other song, I, all I could picture was this main guy just singing on stage by himself with the spotlight on him. And just, just this manic, very personal, like you said, claustrophobic, uh, uncomfortable vibe yeah. the whole time. And uh, and it, it's it's crazy how it grew on us, man. And I kind of we kind of called that at the beginning, during Sugar Sue and Eat Man Eat. We were like, okay, this is this might be one of those albums that at first we're like, what the fuck is this? And then by yep. halfway through, we're like, okay, kind of getting into it. I think kind of getting into it. Uh. It's going to take multiple listens. I can't do yeah. that in a short span. No. <laughs> Got to need like a it's gonna couple take me a while. palate cleansing albums after this one. Uh, what was your second nug? Because I think I we gotta, might share it. I got to go with The Defense. The Defense, baby. Yeah. That's mine as well. It's just Gordy a, Greep's best song on the record, I would say. might be the most normal song they've ever made. Yeah, super lounge jazz crooner, like you said, like think Frank Sinatra, yeah, Barbara Streisand type stuff. Just this huge, huge orchestral jazz orchestra going on, and Gordy Greep just 
that he his vocals were absolutely beautiful on that song, and it, it was it was what made it for me. Uh, well, I I share all the same sentiments. Just a nice, beautiful yeah. song, a good breather before twenty seven questions, which really kind of pounds you into the ground with what this album's been trying to do the whole time. Yeah, uh, definitely. But yeah, man, let's get into ratings. I had yeah. no idea what to rate this. I'll I, be honest. I am also completely stumped. Dude. I don't know because it's it's so many things, you know. It's so many things and takes from so many influences and has. It's, this album is everything and nothing at all at all, all at once. It's every genre you could think of, and but it's no genre at all. And so it's like, I don't like, how do you rate something like this on a first listen? I also think this is very much an album you're supposed to listen one listen through, no stopping. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we need to do that for sure. But I would say... Let's give it two different ratings. Two different ratings. Let's give it. Let's give it a rating on what we think about like musicianship and just alone as like the music, and then a rating on how much you enjoyed it. All right. Well, I mean, musicianship. That helps me. I don't think it can be argued that there's a lot of great music on this record. There are a lot of strings. Whatever orchestra they got. Lots of horns. Lots of strings. Yeah, there's steel guitars. There's an accordion at one point. There's so many. Who even knows how big this band is anymore? I know it started off as like a four or five piece or something, but I think there's three guys credited. I think there's three guys credited on the record as like the main band, and then they got something like fifteen other people to play with them. Um. It's absolutely insane how they could perform this or come up with it. You know, so musicianship, I guess, like, I don't know, like a nine or something. Like at least a nine on the musicianship. Like at least a nine. How much I enjoyed it on this first listen, which is going to be lower than next listens. For sure. Uh, It's not going to be that high. (laughs) It's going to be. It's going to be a little lower. Um. It's going to be a great album to turn on when I'm just in a fucking brooding mood. <laughs> right. <laughs> and when I have the energy to parse it. Yeah. Uh, today, I guess I'm just going to go with like, I'm going to go with a 7.3 as a as a kind of like, I know I'm going to get there. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, it's going to go up higher for sure, uh, which is still better than I thought you were going to give it. I was also all over the place, dude. This was a very... Uh, emotionally an emotional roller coaster of an album uh, for us and definitely for me like I was really hoping for some quiet chill music and I didn't know what we were getting into with this uh, very high and I finally started understanding around halfway through what was happening on this album and I started liking it a lot and like you said lots of I liked all the theatrical stuff which I usually don't I loved all the jazz stuff um Black Midi is like everything, everywhere, all at once. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it does, it did grow on me um, because of just, I, I'm just listening to him like, this is just so 
insane that you can write something like this and perform it. And so I got to give it to them, like at least nine on musicianship, songwriting, performing, all that stuff. And I'm going to give it in terms of how much I enjoyed it, like an 8.2. Wow. It really, really grew on me. I mean, I'm loving all of these, what you could kind of just call post-punk at this point, because now I think like post-punk is a catch-all term for everyone that's just doing whatever the fuck they want. You know, and this yep. kind of rock in yeah. this rock in the rock genre specifically. So I'm loving uh, Black Country, New Road, Black Midi, Idols, Viagra Boys, like all these bands that are just like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to do whatever we want. Like, we're just going to write whatever we want and yeah. like it or don't like it. Like, I'm starting to love this kind of genre of punk that's happening right now. And I could say that Black Midi is definitely the most punk a theatrical slash jazz band out there. They, you know? I mean, bar none, it's going to be a tough, it's stiff competition up there. Man, they're they're right up there, though. And I really want to hear the new Black Country New Road album as well. So, buddies, do you guys want us to listen to Black Country New Road? Do you want that to be the next shorties? Do you, what do you guys think of Black Midi's Hellfire, man? This album was fucking insane. And I would love to hear what why people love Black Midi so much because I think I'm starting to get it. I think I'm starting to get it, Brett. Do y'all think we could possibly be even lower energy? Do you think we could yeah. find a worse fitting <laughs> album to fit yeah. on? Yeah, <laughs> for real. Be sure oh to comment God. in the in the comments and see like. Yes. Hey, if y'all are ever feeling happy, go ahead and listen to this. Get real depressed real quick. If y'all are ever feeling sad, try. I don't know, man. You know, whatever. Sometimes. Words yeah. bubble up like soda pop, and you just don't know where they're going, and you just had a long week, and you're tired. Oh, man. And you're going that... to Michael's Poker Night tonight, you know? Oh, Michael's Poker Night. Classic. And so, like, there's no rest for the weary. Stay safe My... out there, y'all. <laughs> Michael's Poker Night sounds like an Aquabats song <laughs> title. I, I'm hoping it becomes one. <laughs> it's Michael's Poker Night. All right. <laughs> Buddies, give us a like, a subscribe, a bell. Follow us on Instagram at EBPCast. I'm there at Jean-Luc Guitard. Brett is at Brett Hanrahan. Uh, look into all our other shorties and, and longer eps, man. We got a lot going on. We got a lot coming out soon in the next few weeks, but we're going to keep doing these shorties until then. And uh, yeah, man, let us know what you guys thought of this record. We want to hear it. Recommend some new records for us. We want to hear them. Brett, what would you rate this episode? I rate this episode of time. I rate this episode of Fluff at the Fluff. So, Brett, this was good. Look at this, this is good. Brett, this was good. All right. And we'll stop recording. I got Bye, the audience. Buddies. Bye. And a three, two, one. I'm just going to keep going for now because. You know, and sometimes you have to let out all the all that little energy that you have. You know, the little. Yeah, I'm not talking. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not talking big energy. I'm talking the little energy. And sometimes you just gotta let that little energy out in the healthiest way possible, which is you either eat nowlators or you. Uh, ramble on a microphone or you know you, you can you can just go outside and look at the breeze you can go outside and look at the breeze and sometimes that's nice to let out that really really light energy and I feel like you know 
at this point. It's like, you guys like that? That's good ASMR right there. And we are now an ASMR podcast. So thank you, buddy, so much for listening. And I would like to say from the bottom of my heart and Brett's fat pig heart, I like to say salute. <laughs> salute, everyone. Cheers. Possibly. And I'm done.